Keep the Passion listeners, welcome back to another episode of Keep the Passion, where we talk about staying motivated and staying passionate throughout all seasons of life. Um, as you can see, we're here with someone new, or those of you watching on YouTube can see, we're here with someone new. This is a guest host of ours and also our best friend since about middle school. His name is Andre Luke. <laughs> Say hi, Andre. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> He is, um, like I said, our best friend. He is a photographer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, do you want to say a little words about yourself? Um, I'd like to start off by saying hello. Thank you for having me. I appreciate this little, this little opportunity here. Um, and yeah, it is true. I am a photographer, but I'm not like professional per se. Amateur. I'm, 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 I'm being humble, but I mean... He's our professional photographer. I do, I do well. I do quite well. <laughs> if I say so, but yeah, we've been trying to push him to do it professionally forever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so today we want to talk about the mid twenties crisis or the quarter life crisis, right? <laughs> um, we were discussing something in a, like the past involving our podcast, and this came up, and it was something that you know we can all kind of relate to. <laughs> So basically, yeah. yes, the mid-20s crisis is basically a period in one's uh, mid-20s characterized by confusion, uh, dis disillusionment, being unsure of someone's, of your own you know, life choices, um, or feeling uninspired or without purpose, and having doubt and concern about your future. Um, overall, it involves having anxiety and worry over the direction and quality of one's life. Um, Period. I kind of just put that whole like definition together <laughs> based off of like I my own experience. Definition. Yeah. And, and based off of, um, you know, kind of what, like, you know, what people are saying online about the quarter life crisis. Um, so yeah, That's what, what do you saying. guys, yeah. <laughs> what do you guys immediately think of when you guys hear, you know, this term mid twenties crisis? Is there anything like that? immediately pops in your head about your own life. Kendall, would you like to go or shall I? Um, about my own life? No, I don't think so. No, no nothing pops into my head. Well, well, since that's the case for me, <laughs> I, I, I currently, I would like to say I'm on the, um, the, uh, the back end, the caboose, whatever you like to, whatever literary device you'd like to use there. But, um, meaning you're coming out or you're entering? Yeah, I'm coming out of it. Um, I definitely went through that when I turned 25 and 26. I mean, I'm 26 now, audience. I'm, uh, almost 30, four years away. <laughs> you're almost, almost, we're almost 30. Uh, I mean, I mean, that mindset, that that response right there is a mindset to the whole quarter life crisis thing. It's like, oh, shit. Like, I'm almost cool. 30. Like, I got to get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's time to get it going. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in reference to what comes to mind for me when I hear that, it's to be on the cusp of growth, but mentally still being in the mindset of damn when is it going to get better or yeah or just kind of kind of in a rut kind of in a mental rut and the best way i could describe it vocally 
I got all I'm on video too, but um, <laughs> it's like the angel and the devil on your shoulders and like you as the better conscious is in the middle, like trying to like find the middle ground between the two. And that in a nutshell is what comes to mind when I think of like a quarter life crisis or whatever, whatever quarter mid ass end crisis, you know, you want to think of, but um, mm -hmm. in reference to this conversation, that's what comes to mind. Shelby, what about you? Um, I think so. When I when I was like trying to put together a definition, the biggest word that popped out to me was disillusionment, and I had to look it up because I was like, "What exactly does that mean?" Yeah, could you, you describe know? that to us if you don't mind? Yeah, so I have it on here. It says a feeling of disappointment resulting from the discovery that something is not as good mm. as one believed it to be. Mm. <laughs> so that word really stood out to me because I was like, "Yeah." That's like, I, I, when we're like, you know, a teenager or we're just getting out of high school or even like, you know, just getting out of college, yeah. like that was something that's like, I'm, of course, like I'm going to be living this certain life by, you know, a certain, a certain Another age. Certain age. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or even like, you know, I, obviously I expected to like, you know, be able to get a job, like out of college that didn't happen. Um, <laughs> and just like, you know, be able to afford certain things um <laughs> yeah i feel like especially when you when you feel like you did everything right like you feel like you did every all the steps that you were supposed to hit and then yes it happen. It's like, yes it's like i hit i hit the special combo okay <laughs> where's my where's my coins yeah <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> um so yeah that that's like the biggest word for me in that definition is like and all of it too it's just like so I don't know if Always. you remember particularly Kelby because you weren't you didn't really agree with what I had had to say at the time, but oh, but term, I'm nervous. No, 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 it's not to you. It's not to you. It's not to you. But it's relevant to what you said. The the term disillusionment. There was yeah. something that I had said, and it was in response to actually one of the podcasts here, and I said expectations are premeditated disappointments. And I really feel that that statement in particular ties to explain, explain what that means, what that means exactly. You said expectations are premeditated disappointments. Okay. So like, if you go into an instance that is new to yourself and you have some sort of expectation of what it's supposed to be, even though you know you haven't ever been in that situation, and then it doesn't go the way that you planned in your head, and then you're like, Dang, that was shit, wasn't it? But it's like, <laughs> but it's like, you went into it with a bias, thinking that it's gonna go the way that you planned in your head, and you've never been in that instance. Does yeah, that's does interesting. That so and like, no, it, makes, it makes sense. It makes sense, but then it's like, do you just not but I don't have think, expectations? Yeah, I don't well, think that's, that, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, if you should go into it open minded, but like some people's initial response would be go into it with no expectation but it's like that that the way the, the way that that's worded it's like it's kind of like something said in absolute and then people's minds kind of go like awry because they don't know what's next okay so, so that's like that's similar to like being committed to like i would say the solution to that is being committed to like the i don't know i guess being committed to the process without being like Overly committed and like to focus on the the fixated with the result. yeah fixated on the result fixated yeah yeah 
Um, I wish I could say that in a better way. I there's no, no, no. I mean, but, you know what I'm saying. The audience, the audience might not understand. You know, whoever. But I mean, I think we're doing our best here. But I understand what you're saying. And yeah, it, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like basically you're saying you're basically saying trust the process. At least that's what I. Get. Yeah, exactly. Trust yeah, the process. and gather what you learn, or just like you know, like gather all of the lessons and everything over the yeah. course of But don't be too attached to the final result. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, and I think okay now, I, and I, I've always now I'm realizing you know why people usually say. Oh, it's about the process, mm -hmm. and it's not about you know, yeah. you know, where you're gonna get from. I've always I, know, I remember like, no, we talked about we yeah, we talked talk about, about it on a podcast season. episode because I'm like, yeah. uh, obviously, that's my goal. Like, that's what's keeping me going. But yeah, I, I understand because it's like you have to kind of just go through the process and appreciate that and what you learn from that and whatever comes from it. You know, don't be I too. I think that advice that give us that cliche advice it's like a it's like it's loaded but we don't know it's loaded in reference to there's more to how do i put this simply there's more to that advice than the surface level that it gives mm -hmm. basically saying oh you know when people say like you just said oh it's not just about the destination it's like okay well i'm glad that i know that but what's the next step then so like that advice is good, but it's like that advice right there is the first step to getting to understand that it's okay to not be fixated on the on the um, destination. <laughs> Sorry, I heard something back there. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> um, does that? I mean, does that make sense? I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, drag on a, a dead horse or whatever. No, nah, it makes sense. It's yeah, it sense. <laughs> um. Let's see. I want to add to go ahead. what I guess to your definition. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Because it's, it's a great definition. But mm. I feel like, was it, what does it like feel like? Um, like, what does it actually like? Yeah. Look like, like I feel like, like, okay, at least for me, like when I think of midlife or quarter life crisis <laughs> or mid 20s crisis, I feel like it's that shift from you being in your early 20s and like being like all free and frolicking, whatever. <laughs> And then, and then I feel like once you turn like 25 or 26, you're like, like what, what Andre said, oh shit, like I'm almost 30. Like it's like that, but your focus completely shifts to like, now you're like it's trying right. to get, get your shit together and try to figure out how you want to get your shit together. Like mm -hmm. what you want to be, what do you want to do to, to be able to have your shit yeah. together too? Like all this stuff that you're now trying to figure out because you kind of, you know, cause you were just enjoying your life in your early 20s. Yeah, I can personally okay. attest to it being exactly what Kendall said. It's 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 like an oh shit moment. It really <laughs> is. It's I mean I not even just a moment. It's a whole yeah. It's, it's an a oh shit like time period of time. <laughs> you think it's a moment, but it's like it's just it's like it just keeps hitting you. But mm -hmm. I can attest that that's exactly what it is, and, and and it might be it might be different. It will be different based on the person, but. I know that for me, it was like, I, I was a party boy in my early 20s. Um, early, early early to now, I was a- To I now. A <laughs> you were or you are? Like I said, I'm on the, I'm on, I'm on the ass end of all of this. All right, I'm at, I'm at the <laughs> okay, okay. So focus has been shifted, but um, <laughs> I was a part, I, I like to have fun. And the folk that was the focus. And now that I'm 26 and it's like, 
okay, no one is going to do this for me. And this, and by the way, I want to keep this in mind, audience, that initially my, my thought process wasn't that, oh, someone's going to do this for me. But I digress when I say that being in your early 20s and just trying to have fun and be, like they said, you know, all over the place. Um, <laughs> there's just a shift in you. I, we can save this for another podcast, but you just gotta, you just gotta listen to your body. You just gotta listen to your body, and your body will tell you many things. And it'll tell that, you when it's ready to to move on from that. Yeah, yeah. And if you have and your any, spirit too, yeah, your spirit yeah, will tell you too. Exactly. If you have any shred of love for yourself, and you have a connection to your spirit, you'll realize that hey, like something's got to change. Because it, it yep. to me, to me, real quick, real quick, to me, if if I start noticing that I become complacent. I know that that's kind of a sign for like, oh, damn, like something's gotta, something's gotta give. Mm-hmm. I exactly. because, what about you girls? Well, I agree with exactly what you just said, because if you become complacent, like, I'm sorry, there's no, there's no growth in your comfort zone. There's no, mm-hmm. there's just no like self-improvement. There's no getting somewhere, you know, you know, like reaching that, that goal, that goal is not inside your comfort zone. Yup. <laughs> so when you become complacent, you're just kind of like, okay, I need, I need to switch it up. I need to do something yeah. different. And it's usually, you know, like in your, if you're relating to like the mid twenties crisis, it's kind of like, I'm comfortable and I need to get out of my comfort zone because I have goals that I'm trying to reach. But like for me, by the time I'm 30 and I'm not going to get there if I'm just kind of complacent and yeah. like, oh, I'm good with this right now. No, like. <laughs> If you're if you're good with this right now, like, do you have goals and that you're trying to reach? You know, going um, back real quick, I I just thought about this. I don't think we really answered Kendall's question. Um, the feeling of what it's like to be in this quarter life crisis. It's like, to be completely honest, it just feels it just it just feels like there's no future. It just feels like you there's nothing to look forward to. <laughs> It's it's quite melancholy. It really is. It's like there's yeah. there's, I just, and I don't know. This might be me personally, and I don't want to get too deep or or dark. Whatever. I'm good. I'm great. I'm great. I'm doing. No, great. Right. I, it feels like it's never gonna end. It, but yeah, it just feels like it's never gonna end, and it just feels like you don't see. Like I said, it might be really grim, but you don't really see yourself thriving or like living past a certain age because you're just like, what the fuck is next. Yeah, I completely forgive my language. Forgive my language, but like, I don't mean for that to be dark. But like, I hope someone out there who watches this, and I hope you girls can understand or relate to that. But it's like, dang, like this is it. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, and then, and then, like, like I said earlier, it's like I know this isn't it. I know this isn't it. And then that's right there. That is the catalyst for me to start questioning everything, and to start particularly questioning myself. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, I'm the one that has to go home and live with myself. And I hope that resonates with yeah. somebody. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, I agree with you. The feeling of it is, it's definitely kind of like that, where it's like, you can't, you can't really see yourself thriving at this certain age, but you, ha- but you have to get past that. Like, you exactly. have to. Exactly. And that's what I wanted to add to that. Like, it's okay. It is totally okay to feel that way. Please get that emotion off of your chest so you can look back within yourself later on in life and be like, yeah, I felt this way at a certain point, 
but I don't feel this way now. And it's a nice balance because you've been there and you know that you can be better than that. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense to you girls? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So experience is everything. Just, but like I said, just, just be okay with having that emotion, but know that it's not the end all be all. Yeah. yeah. Um, what that, what that feels like to me is like, is like, you know, it's just like, it's like a pressure cooker. It's like this constant that you're constantly in inside of. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like this constant pressure to like, you know, I guess to, to live the life that you expected it to be, you know? Yeah. That's, that's what it is for me. Or like how certain is. things or whatever, like, yeah, I don't know. And it is. So where do you think that pressure comes from? Well, for me, for me, it comes from, um, from, yeah, expectations, like <laughs> expecting like a certain life by a certain age and not, mm-hmm. and not achieving that. Yeah. And that's like, that's big for me. Cause I feel like a lot of like, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to separate my like idea of self value from like money and accomplishments because, Mm -hmm. because I've had these expectations to have like accomplished certain things and be living a certain life at this point. It's like, (laughs) I saw this, I saw this quote the other day in reference to what you said about accomplishments. And, and I'm not saying that you need to carry this one and only quote, but I think it could be a nice little reminder every once in a while that your entire life is not based off of the accomplishments that you make. It's about the, yeah. the, the experiences that you've gathered. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. kind of cool. Like, that's really that is cool. a good quote. You know? Like, yeah. some, people, some people get fixated on just making sure they just do as much as they can throughout their life. And that sounds, that sounds exhausting. Sounds exhausting. But it's hard though. Yeah. It's hard to separate your, your, for me, it's hard to separate my value from like my accomplishment, accomplishments and money. But I think, and I know it's, you know, it's probably related to like, you know, my upbringing. So I I feel like, you know, we, we've never had a lot, a lot of money, but Mm -hmm. so it's like, you know, you see the people who do have a little bit of money and it's like they've accomplished something and they're yeah. contributing something to their own life or whatever, or to, you know, society. So yeah, that, 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 that's what it's like for me. It's like kind of trying and you to, know what, you I'm know always what, kind uh, of separate that. Adding, adding to our overarching <laughs> topic here, that mindset right there also lets you know that, you know, everything is not what it seems. And I think that that's part of becoming an adult as well is mm-hmm. seeing those people that are better off and then formulating your own opinions and thoughts and like a hypothesis on how to get there or emulate that. And then you're like, oh, well, they had it this way because of X, Y, Z and a bunch of gray area stuff. So you can't necessarily use that comparative nature to yourself. Mm-hmm. You, I don't know if I'm going a bit off base or if I'm losing you, but help me help me out if I'm if if you're understanding, no, we, I think I think I understand. Yeah, yeah, you're you're saying you like com- you can't compare like that. Yeah, like, like you can't really compare. Happen. You got to understand that like some things are just are the way they are, and like, but it's that okay too. To build on that from there. You know what? Also, okay, so and I don't know how I thought of this. I was I was thinking to myself like, you know, it, it's it's easy to to try to you know victimize yourself, right? 
and think like, especially when you're comparing yourself to to others who are yeah. some who are at a place that you want to be, mm-hmm. it's easy to be like, well, they have this, I don't have this. Yeah. Well, they have this, I don't have this. But then I have to, I have to think. I was thinking the other day, I was like, no, I'm like very, I'm very blessed, and I have a lot mm-hmm. more than some other person, you know, who you know might not have had supportive parents or. Exactly. Or it was really broke, or you know what I mean. So I think we have to we have to think like that too, and stop yeah. stop thinking like I don't have something. You know that person got there because they got this and that. I know, and I don't have that. But we have to think just literally just focus on what you do have. Yeah. Well, because if you keep sitting, if you keep sitting and looking at everyone else and what they have, and and and, and just talking about what you don't have, like you're you're not putting energy any energy at all into what you can do for yourself. Like you're just sitting here just focusing on excuses. Yeah. So it's just excuses. Yeah. Which is a lot of time. That's a part of the reason why people don't be moving forward in life because they're sitting here just making excuses. Like, you know making excuses. And they don't even know that they're making excuses. Exactly. Because to them they're just they're just, you know, in that victim mentality. Like I'm gonna do a shameless plug talk about what they don't have and what other people have and why they why they've been able to get where they're at in life it's like well yeah. like you got to do something too to get with you where you where you want to be in life like you know every we, no we don't all start off on the same on the same point of the ladder but like you know that's yeah. there, there's people that came from from much less that have achieved much bigger things so mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot of denial. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of denial within oneself, and then there's a lot of not realizing that they are in denial, and then it resorts to what you just said. Yeah. 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 Oh, I did have right. one thing in that. I mean, but I, I, maybe maybe we kind of already covered it, but the pressure to be at, you said the pressure to be at some place in your life right now, right? Yeah, like, do you feel pressure to have accomplished certain things or to be, you know, at a certain place? You know, what yeah, I, mean? I, I do. Um, I want to resort back to, and I think this is actually going to be helpful for some people because some people actually really are, 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 this is a plight of theirs, but like, I think, I don't know how, I'm going to try to say this the best way I can. But like, I I think, I think as a guy in your mid twenties, if you don't necessarily have that life figured out, you don't have that significant other, you know, regardless of your orientation, um, as a, as a person who identifies as a a cisgendered man, I guess I could say that, um, there is some, and as a black man in society, I think there's a lot of pressure to be a certain way. Hmm. And if you're not, then you're kind of like ostracized. A certain what is that way. certain way? Hmm? What is that certain way? Kind of like having your shit all together at age 25 and having things just done and ready and just, you know, do a man, be like a man. Like that, that toxic masculinity is still, unfortunately, present a plethora. And it can be difficult sometimes just having to navigate through that but i feel like that's also contingent upon the environment that you're in but if you're in a toxic environment where like that's the tradition you're going to be riddled with those issues pretty much every day um 
but yeah, but but my my point there is there is no pressure. There is no pressure. I went off on a tangent. There is no pressure. Don't worry about trying to be too much of a man or like whatever. Like that should not be an issue of yours. And if you ever have those issues of being, uh, how can I say this? Not man enough for society, <laughs> I guess. Like that that should not be that that should not be a worry. I'm, I'm, I'm not like, sure. If you, I'm not sure if you ladies have seen that in your your husbands or your significant others. Like they have a certain idea of what a guy should be, what a man should be. Um, especially in Texas. I mean, obvious. Yeah, but I think I, I don't. Oh, I, don't I don't think I. I, I, I don't. Much. Yeah, I. I would say yes in reference to like you know being the the provider and stuff. Yeah, but. Um. But yeah, that's that's it. But not like super, not you know, ex not to an extreme level. But I think what you're saying goes back to like value. Like you're attaching your value to this accomplishment. Exactly. Right, and and that and it relates to you know masculinity and and mm -hmm. you know what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I think we have to give ourselves a lot of grace. And I mean. It's interesting that you're bringing this up because I'm like, I'm thinking like, do you, do you think that there's more pressure on men than women to be? I don't think at a I certain don't think point. we can compare those because because I think that the pressures are different. I agree with Kendall. It's just different things that society pressures us to be or do. Kelby, uh, uh, um, hold on, hold on. I, I, I agree with you both, actually. Kendall, <laughs> I agree with what you're saying because it's relevant to the current state of the society. I think, I don't think there's as much pressure on men anymore to be that way. I think back in like even the early 2000s and before that, yes, I would, I would say yes to your question, Kelby, because it was a different time then and there was a, there was a different populace of mental thinking or mental thinking, mental <clears throat> awareness. Um, mm -hmm. So yes, yes to you both, but now no. Right? I mean, initially, I don't, I don't think so. Someone might be in the comments, oh, blah, blah, say whatever they want to say, but I mean, I don't think so. Kendall, Kelby. <laughs> well, well, what about you, Kelby? Do you think so? Um. Okay, so I disagree with like, with what you're saying about not so much now. Okay. I, I, I think that's. I think it still exists for okay, sure. Tell me. Tell me. Um. That, that's it. Like, so I, I like I, I agree with kind of saying that it's a different pressure. Okay. But I, I think that in in like in terms of like, you know, being like you know successful, like having having money, being able to support yourself, pay your bills, then yeah, I feel like that still exists more for for men, and that for might men. contribute to that. I that mid twenties crisis. Like that also but, depends on where you come from. Like, like what culture you come from. Yeah. That's so true. like, if you go to like, um, you know, like Asians, like they usually have their kids in the house for much longer than like yeah. black people that are like, oh, once you graduate, you out the house, you know what I'm saying? So I that's feel like so it's terrible, a cultural man. thing too. I'm not really good at that subject. Yeah. I was going to say that contributes to that like crisis that you have too. Cause you're like, your parents are telling you, that you need you, to be yeah. you just graduate high school it's and not like, like okay you're gonna live with me until you gonna start paying bills school <laughs> and this and that you know what i'm saying like it's 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 it depends on the culture that you're coming from too but in our yeah. culture 
in the black culture, then yeah, they definitely like I, a lot I, of pressure. Yeah, that pressure's there because I and mean, it's all about paying the bills, paying the bills. Paying it's the bills. all about paying the bills. It's not necessarily on building too. You know, exactly. I'm exactly. building a legacy. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that that's part of my personal like experience is like <laughs> I'm always questioning like although I've had difficulty getting finding a nine to five job. But I'm always questioning, like, if I didn't, and if I could get a nine to five job, if I'm if I'm doing the right thing by trying to create this this business and trying to build and, and create something that will last, you know, potentially generations. Yeah. As opposed to getting a simple nine to five job, even at the freaking grocery store. Like I'm mm -hmm. always, I'm still questioning myself about that sometimes, and I really have to remind myself that, like, no, like this is okay. I'm trying. I, I'm blessed because I have parents who help me. You know, and I have, and I can try to Not everyone has that. create something. You yeah. know, bigger. and, and we, we're blessed to have parents that that are Supported. okay with that because there's a lot of old school people, like you mm -hmm. know, old school black parents that'll, you know, be like, you know, especially like at the job. government jobs and stuff like that, like. They'll look at you crazy for not wanting something like that and yeah and wanting to actually build something that's gonna that you can pass down to your kids and everything but that's it's just because they, that's just not how they were thinking mm -hmm. it's not how a lot of people think yeah so. i can attest to that and um from two different perspectives um i'm biracial audience hello um my mother is my mother's white for, for just all intents and purposes it's simple my father's black. We can get into the nitty gritty of what I actually am later. But um, I can attest to the idea of what Ken Known Calvary is saying about the, you know, once you turn 18, like it, it works on the white folks side too. I just think it's an old school way of thinking. It's like that, that, that boomers way of thinking. Yeah, like you're having kids so they can contribute yes. to the household. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's passed down to our parents and that's what, that's all they know. And they're like, oh, well, you know, because I can tell you for for certain, <laughs> my white ass mother loved her to pieces. Loved her to pieces. <laughs> but she said, "Yeah, Andre, when you turn eighteen, um, you're paying for your own insurance. You're paying for your own license." Uh, and that's tough. Like, hello. Like, and she's like, "Oh, well, you're illegally an adult, so you got to do it your own, on your own." And like, I love you to pieces. I'm gonna help you out when you can. But this is how I was raised, and that's how I'm gonna teach you. I'm like, okay. Damn, like, yeah. <laughs> in my head, initially, I'm like, well, fuck me, right? Excuse my language. But I'm like, okay, but I guess I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah, you know. But I mean, she was always, she, you know, she was, she was always in my corner whenever I needed it. But like, it was, I guess, it was tough love, and that's how she was raised, and that's quite frankly how my my father was raised, and he's from West Oakland, California, and my mother's from uh, Midwest Indiana. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's an old school way of thinking, yeah, but definitely. it's heavily prevalent in the black community. I will, I can, I can tell you that. So, yeah. For sure. yeah. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to get specific about before we, you know, wrap things up. I want to get specific about what our, you know, mid twenties crisis has looked like physically, not just like what it feels like, Okay, you know, Okay, um, I have a lot to offer there, but if you ladies would like to go first, <laughs> I think, hard. like, like I just said, well, it's hard to say, like, physically. I feel like I've been like stuck 
that that's what it's looked like. I feel like I've been like stuck and I'm, I, I keep a journal. I always journal and I, and I try to keep track on like, you know, what I'm doing, what I'm feeling, what I, what I want out of like, you know, the next year. Um, but I think for me and like my, let's see, I'm 27 now, I guess. But like, you know, I did the whole thing of, you know, I went to college, I graduated college, what, 2019? Mm -hmm. So how old were we then? 2019, 23. 23. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so 23. So you, I just getting out of college, <laughs> hoping, hoping that I can find a, a, you know, a good, good job or even just that good entry level job, mm -hmm. and then not being able to, and like, you know, it really, it just, it just hits you. It's like, you know, kind of, you start to question. Like I started to question, did I just waste all these years in college? What the hell? Right. <laughs> First of all, I waste all that time. Like, what did I, you know, what what was like, and I'm saying it in air quotes for people listening, what was like promised to me did not like turn out that way. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, that's what, that, that's, that's what it's like. So for the past few years, I've been kind of, I feel like I've been like in a stuck position of like, yeah. I'm trying yeah. to figure out how to support myself, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and that, that makes you question everything. Yeah. It makes you question yourself a lot, your decisions, just like the definition that you question your decisions, you know, what you, what you've been doing for the past few years, what you're going to do <laughs> to the next few years to try to right. like improve your, your, you know, the, your direct, the direction of your life so it can kind of go how you want it to go. Um, and at some point for for me, I think like last year sometime, like I I, I came across a, a term of like mourning the life that you thought you would have, right? Mourning the okay. life you thought you had. Yeah, you I think yes. So for me, like I I, I was and I, I still I still get in my, you know, kind of really down moods, but I I feel like in the in the past, like like I've been in survival mode and I've been very like sad you know i don't like to, i don't like saying i've been depressed because I, I feel like i feel like those are like words that people throw around too easily girl they do girl. if you but haven't been like diagnosed with so but but you know but I've, you can be in a depressed state okay so I've, I've been in like you know very depressed states you know throughout like the past couple years uh -huh. um so that's what it's looked like for me is like just kind of being very i'm literally like that term mourning the life that i thought i would that i thought i would have by now <laughs> and so I've, I've realized that I'm like, I gotta get, I gotta get over that and stop thinking like, I I should have been here by now. I should have, I should have had this job by now. I should have had this car by now or this type of lifestyle by now. I should have traveled here by now. You know what I mean? I gotta, right. I kind of have to start stop stop thinking that way and try to think like, you know, I'm I'm okay with where I am. You know, try to be okay with exactly where you are now, and and like. You know, have a, it's a okay sometimes if your long term plan doesn't follow through. Yeah. yeah. And that's what also we were talking about earlier is 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 kind of not committing yourself to the goal too hard. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, appreciating the journey. So that that's that's what it's kind of looked like for me. That's what my life has been in my twenties. <laughs> and right. and I think that's good to say because I I think a lot of people in this generation have probably gotten out of college and had difficulty finding jobs, especially with the pandemic that just came. Um, yeah. 
I think a lot of people are probably in this position and then you're like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. where, where would, you know, you, you're also entitled kind of, you're also like entitled to this. Like, like I said, the American dream, you, you hit yeah. all the, you hit the combos, right? And you, you know where my coin's at. Well, no, but yeah, no, you're, you're on something because there's also been a lot of like statistics and like, and just reviews and just, just commentary, social commentary on how our generation is pretty much like the, not, not, and I'll be all like I said earlier, but like we have a sense of entitlement because of what we were promised or what we were told growing up. If mm -hmm. you do this, if mm -hmm. you know, like a cause and effect thing, like if you go to college, you're gonna you're gonna get a job and you're gonna have a house like I had at 25. Yes. They oh don't like to it's take society has changed so much. Exactly. Yes, they don't take into consideration that you know this this you know little sneaky bitch inflation. <laughs> You know, just loves to creep up on us every year, and then we don't get any. I, I don't want to get political right with you right now, audience, but like I will <laughs> save that for another time. But I mean, they just don't take that into consideration, and then and then they yeah. start saying things like, "Oh, this generation is lazy. This is that. This is that." Like we've all heard yeah. it before. Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead. It's frustrating too, because then you do have those family members who are yeah. still in that mindset, who are exactly. like, "Well, why don't you just get a job? Well, why don't you?" you know, do this, you know, it's, and it's like, yeah, you could support a household and buy a house, like, off of one income. I mean, one person way back, work back then and buy a home, support your yeah, whole family. But times have changed, the economy has changed. And <laughs> yeah, back like, in the 60s and 70s, so from like the 60s to the 80s, you were able to, on a single income, which was probably like, 18 bucks an hour at, you know, and that's pretty high back then. It was, it was like, have a home, have a home, have a car, go on a yearly vacation, you know, live your life on a single home, like on a, on a single income. And the income yeah. was like, I said, like less than 20 bucks an hour. Yeah. I mean, think about grandparents. Yes. They were able to do all of that on that one income alone. And then just circling back to the whole the whole overarching um, topic, the mid the mid twenties crisis, quarter life crisis. Mm -hmm. If you're not where you if you're not where you feel like you're supposed to be financially, please don't take that entirely personal, because our well, if, if especially if you um, know what capitalism is, our society is like awful in reference to that. So like, do not feel like it's all your fault that you're not you're not where you're supposed to be supposed yeah. to be in your mid-20s because it's pretty much rigged against us right now and the rat race of working nine mm -hmm. to five like i cannot wait until i mean I'm, I'm friends with these girls and i've known them forever but like especially when i started listening to the podcast and i started going through my own mid-20s crisis like i do not want to be part of the nine to five life for the rest of my life like this is this is awful it's not for me it is foul. And you, you, you no, get legit modern day slavery. You get paid just enough to come crawling back because you need it. You get paid awful. Your benefits are cute or whatever. But even if they do pay you well, it they you like you're expected to really work for that. Like it's you're expected to it's, you know, you it's know financial freedom. Up. Without the freedom, pretty much, like it's you know, so it's like it's a trick. <laughs> it's a trick, and like I because they might because you know we know people that 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 get paid what like two hundred thousand dollars a year almost, 
but they're working, they're, they work a lot. They're expected to work a ton, like, yes. and not have that freedom to really be able to, and like, what's the point of making that much money if you can't actually enjoy it? If you can't take a nice vacation with your family. And you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And, and also, also to our younger listeners, by the way, these numbers sound great, glorious and beautiful. And you know, whatever you want to think, but $200,000 a year, just know if you don't understand income and finances, you're not making $200,000 a year. Oh, taxes, no, yeah. taxes rob you of that. Like 120,000 or something. Yeah, exactly. You're making 120, 110, you know, contingent upon your. And depending on where you live, what state you live in, too, exactly. you might have paid even more. Like, than that. <laughs> like, like, for example, Andre's in California. Me and Kobe are in Texas. Everyone has to pay federal taxes, but in California, you have state taxes, too. Texas doesn't have state taxes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it just, yeah, it depends. But that's another topic. Yeah. To our listeners that are not in either of these states or are in these states and understand regardless, hey, you know, but like, yeah, we, we live in two different areas and it's dumb expensive to live out here. Um, I'll be the moderator. We can move on from that. All right. Well, I think we're already getting there. So I want um, to kind of wrap it up with, well, before I wrap up, do you guys have anything, any other comments? Um, I had one outside more. Of, I, yeah, I did want to say I did want to say that in reference to the big topic that this pretty much happens to anybody. It's, it, you know, regardless of your privilege. Yeah, it's no, really yeah it happens to everyone. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I feel like it doesn't matter, like, yeah, what you just said, regardless of your privilege, like, regardless of, like, what you, you know, like, what you might have been given in life, yeah. too, like, like what you started out with, I feel like it happened because, because it's like an, it's almost, it's almost like an identity crisis. Like, yeah. you know, like, yeah. like you start, like <laughs> you start going, everyone, it doesn't matter what, where you come from. Like, you're still going to go through a point where you're like, kind of like trying to figure out what you really want and, and who you really are. are. So like, it's, yeah, it, it doesn't, it doesn't skip over certain people. Yeah. <laughs> because, okay. Yeah. You're a teenager, you, you know, you, you graduate high school time for you to kind of start thinking about things but you maybe you're still at home your 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 identity is kind of like still like you know a daughter or a son yeah exactly or a friend um you're shedding yeah exactly so you kind of you get to like your mid-20s and you're like okay part of wait i have one more comment part of my my mid-20s crisis was also like who am i without Without anyone Kendall, else. without anyone else. Yeah, that's when, definitely a thing. Without who am I? Without, without anyone Kendall. else. Because when we were in Miami, um, we'll talk about another episode. But me and Kendall had a falling out. Yeah, and we had to. I think we both had to figure out. Okay, who am I with? Like, yeah, on my own. And Kendall graduated. She left, and Miami. I left. <laughs> I was in Miami by myself. <laughs> and I, I think that was like one of the darkest times of like my twenties for sure. So I had to, it's, you know, it's figuring out who you are without anyone else, not as a daughter, not as a son, not as a friend, not as a, a sibling. It's literally yeah. like, that's why I think everyone goes through it. You're literally figuring out who you, who you are just, yeah, just not in just relation by to anyone else. Yep. I think everyone needs to go through that moment in life where life pretty much gives you an ultimatum. And at that point, yeah. the ball is in your court. And yeah. I can attack. I've been I've been right in your shoes, Kelby. Or like, where life, <laughs> life said, "Hey, what are you gonna do, bro?" 
exactly. <laughs> and then you gotta make a decision. And I love how you personify. It. I know because because <laughs> I find myself doing that. Like I do too. Almost every day I'm personifying something. It's like talking to me. <laughs> It's a coping mechanism. It just it, yeah. it, it, it because it's kind of funny, you know. It makes you laugh a little yeah. bit, like haha. It's like the you know, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and rolling into that, rolling into that, just um, don't take yourself too seriously, audience, all the time. Don't take everything so damn seriously. It is serious, you know. It, it's a serious matter, but like, don't weight that on your shoulders at all times. Just everything. Everything. Here's another cheesy quote that we I was told growing up, especially from the old school black folks. Everything in moderation. I almost slapped my thighs and I didn't. I and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but everything, and I mean everything in moderation. And that applies everywhere in my head. And that's that's what helps me get through. I, I, I want to comment on what you just said because I've I've literally Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I've thought I've thought about that before. I'm I've, I've thought about like, do I take life too seriously? Like, I know life is supposed to be fun, but do I take things too seriously? Like, do I think too far ahead? Like, I don't know. Things have just made me think about that, and I still don't know the answer to that. Like, is can you take? You know what I mean? Is it is it a bad thing to try to think five years ahead? And like, no, I know. there's people that have five year plans. But I wanted to add a couple more key points. Like, please be patient. Speaking from someone who hasn't any patience. Um, both of my parents gave me that trait. My mother hadn't any, and my father has anger issues and patience. And I'm like trying to figure that out as a person. But be patient. It takes time. Um, and I lost my train of thought with the other one. Um, oh, another feeling and another thing that you, you're going to go through through the, mid, the quarter life crisis is you're going to be unlearning a lot of what you learned or what you Oh, yeah, taught. for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Are we like giving, are we giving our, our tips right now? Cause I feel like that's why. Let's go ahead and move into that. Okay. Right? Let's, 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 cause, I, Cause I feel like that's what you're doing right yeah, now. So is that, cause what, that's a big one, what you just said. What practical yeah. advice do you have for, you know, people who are going through their mid, a mid twenties crisis, a quarter life crisis, or, you know, even mid thirties, if, if that's what age they are. Exactly. Um, what advice do you have for, you know, kind of getting through it and, you know, practices while you're practices, habits, whatever. Go ahead. Well, I digress, but like I just stated, I, you know, we already covered that, but yeah, unlearn what you've learned. Um, uh, I mean, it's pretty much that I, I gave that moment of silence so you could like grasp onto that, but I mean, unlearn what you've learned <laughs> and, and like be okay and, and be okay with that. And like, objectively be okay with it, but like take that in personally and be like, okay, it's okay that I'm questioning my morals that I was taught when I was gr growing up. Like, <laughs> like it's okay to have your elbows on the freaking, on the counters when you're at dinner. <laughs> like, it's okay, calm down. No one's gonna swat them. Look, <laughs> I was growing up, if you did that, you would get your ass swapped or- Really? Oh my God. <laughs> yes, that, that was a custom of mine. Like you don't put your elbows on the table. You know, you sit there, you know, back straight, you, you know, proprieties, whatever, but yeah. um, just, I mean, something as simple as that, um, or, or I mean, I don't know. I mean, that, 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 that statement pretty much states itself. And then my second one is um, it's okay to question everything. And um, something that the catalyst for me in reference to the, the big, the mid twenties crisis is I started 
out of nowhere, just reciting the cheesy quotes that I was told as, as a kid, like we had mentioned throughout this entire podcast. And or, I'm sorry, yeah, this this little podcast episode, like the uh, everything in moderation or uh, 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 come home when the street lights are on. Like, I mean, like, I'm just trying to give you like little stuff like that, but like girls, please volley off of me here. Like what did, what was something that you were told growing up that you're kind of like, huh? I understand why they were, why they were. Uh, I know one. And right. I was thinking about this morning and it relates to questioning, you know, your upbringing and that is uh stop crying or I'll give you something to cry about. Oh, and I was thinking about that earlier because it, Ooh, you have to question lot, like <laughs> even the things that you were told that you've internalized. Cause I was like, I was listening to a podcast episode. Um, one of our, my, my favorite podcasters. And I was thinking about like, did, did I like, I don't know, like how would, how were my emotions suppressed? How was I, my voice suppressed when I was younger? And mm-hmm. I thought of that and I was like, yeah, that that's probably something. <laughs> I feel like up until I had to learn to speak up for myself in my twenties, great, and uh, not and not be yeah. silenced. So be, that's yeah. something that that's important. Yeah, um, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Uh, my dad, and y'all know my daddy, and we we yeah. know each other growing up. Yeah, you know <laughs> This is for the black folks out there for the for the black kids that have been raised this way. <clears throat> Don't speak unless you're spoken to. That's how I was silenced. That's how I was yeah. No, Stay in the you know, kids' no position. Yeah, speaking less yep. spoken Stay to. Stay in the kids' I'm, place. Like I'm seeing that as an adult, and I'm taking that. And this, this is all. This is all. This is all helpful. I'm taking that into account in my adult social circumstances, and I'm realizing that I legit cannot. I don't want to say cannot. I, I have in practice um, not initiated conversations, and I. Because in my head, it's like, well, if they want to talk to me, they'll come. Basically, um, in reference to what I was saying about the don't speak unless spoken to, I've noticed that I'm taking that into my adult social circumstances. And it's yeah. not entirely the best. It's not the it's not the best um, tactic to have if you're trying to be, you know, a social person. Because there's too many variables in place to have that be the end all be all tactic to, to have but i digress i was just wanting i just wanted to make a comment about like what kelby was saying in reference yeah. to um, being silenced per se mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah i got a little passionate but uh girls please take the lead yeah you know yeah th- that's exactly it start unpacking what you were told and said and yeah. told and um how you were treated as a, as a you know child because that's that does impact things. It affects like, everything that you do when you're adult. Like it just affect, affects the the decisions that you make, like the little choices. Like exactly what you said, there, yeah. And how you're able to process things, especially how you're able to process your emotions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, saw, I saw another quote recently, and it said, "Don't let that hurt child make your adult decisions." No, I was exactly. Like, oh. I was like, that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I think something else you addressed in your mid twenties crisis. I they, they just keep coming to me, girls. But I mean, I've been through it, so like, hopefully, yeah. Give it, give your advice. This is it. <laughs> but if if you had a traumatic childhood, which a lot of us did, just just how we were raised. Um, but regardless of the trauma, and this isn't a comparative nature. I don't want to. I don't want to open the tables for that. That's not what this is. But if you had some trauma in your life. In your mid-20s, if you have any shred of 
concern for yourself or self-preservation, you're going to realize that you've been running from it for a long, for a long time and you will address it and it's going to hit you like a fucking train. Yeah. But that train, that, that, that train hit, if you can crawl out of that, if you're strong enough, which you are, because you're just as strong as your inner saboteur. That's, that's the little shameless plug I wanted to make earlier is to RuPaul because, you know, godsend. But anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> Your, 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 your negative thoughts are just as strong as your positive ones. And, you know, you just got to crawl out of that and, and keep going. Just keep mm-hmm. going. Yeah. That was going to be one of my advices. That my, oh, one sorry. of my um, tips is to keep going, to just keep going through it. And, and, you know, whatever you commit to, like we talked about in the last episode of is like commit to it 100% and you can always change it. Like if you're questioning yourself and you're questioning your, your decisions, just mm-hmm. commit to that decision. You can always decide to change, but commit 100% to see what you can actually get out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, another one of my tips, as we were discussing in the episode, is to separate your value from you know, your finances. Separate yes. your value from your accomplishments. You know, Try to find value in just yourself and, and confidence in just yourself. It, not relating to how much money you make or you know, what you've gotten done. Yeah. And then yeah. mine, mine are really just related to like self, like really looking inward mm-hmm. um, and getting to know yourself. And um, yeah, just learning to listen, learning to listen to you and your body and what your spirit's telling you, like just being in alignment, I feel like really helps. Um, trusting your intuition kind of yeah yeah just just trusting trusting yourself learning to trust yourself and like you can practice like i, I love like, that the tr- trust yourself yes yeah. yeah. <laughs> and just and like yeah, like and trusting yourself isn't just like trusting like the decision that you're making it's really trusting what your body's telling you too like you're like just what everything it is telling you like your spirit's telling you and stuff too you know trusting how you feel how you're feeling about things um and then also just tuning Tune out those outside voices. I feel like <laughs> because you can't like you know the whole thing. Like I said, it's it's an identity crisis, really. Is <laughs> what it is. And that's a part of it. And so like you have to get rid of those outside voices. You cannot listen to the outside voices when you're trying to figure out who you are because that's what you've been doing your whole life. Which not naturally, of course, yeah, because you know you you were being parented. You know you were you were younger. Like you have to be parented, but once you get on your own, you can't do that anymore. You can't, you know, you can't keep listening to someone else when they're trying to tell you who you are, what you should be, how you should do things. You have to find your own way um, and establish, you know, to just establish like who you are. Um, Cause you know, there's plenty of ways to get to do things and to get to a certain yep. point, but you gotta find the way that like, that, that like aligns with you, right? Um, so yeah, I think that that's really my tip is just, it's just focusing on self and really taking care of yourself and really learning about yourself, journal, do things like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, everything that you guys said, I mean, hell, yeah. freaking, yeah. the thing about unlearning what you've learned, <laughs> the, the limiting beliefs that you have, just, just attack all of it, get to know yeah. yourself, like attack, just, I don't know. You really, I don't know. I, I think it. I think it, really just, it goes down into self. That, that's that's my biggest thing. It really is the self. And try not really to add is. too much distractions to you know. 
I've had too much distractions. What do you mean by that? Explain. Um, or do you have an example that you're so, thinking of? Well, so I feel like for me, like when I, when I went through, like I feel like my my quarter life crisis. Yeah, you didn't explain what like, your quarter life crisis was. I don't ah, think I really had much of one. <laughs> she avoided. Evaded I didn't the question. avoid it. I didn't know why I was letting you guys talk. Um, <laughs> no, like, okay, like, I feel like for me, because let's see, me and Brandon were, tw- I was 23 when we got So I, f- and, we, and then we got married and I was 25. So I feel like throughout the time where I'm usually having that core life crisis, I'm supposed to be focusing on myself. I feel like I'm sitting here learning about someone else and what they need and tending to them. Hmm. And it's the same thing for someone that might have kids young, right? Um, they're having to tend to another person, you know, like, like, okay. Like our brother Demonte, he had a child really young. Um, and, and like, he, then he, you know, he moved back home and he went to college and he like, you know, we and Kobe had the babies all the time, but I feel like it took him longer to really get to get to know himself, like t- towards his, I would say probably towards his, you know, late twenties and like yeah. very early thirties. I feel like man. now, right? Even Andre, Andre can attest because Andre's been around girl, for like ten plus girl, years. Devontae's a different person than he was <laughs> that man even a few years ago, right? So much. Exactly. So like, so yeah. I, I, I feel like, I feel like, no, don't like intentionally like good. avoid getting married or having kids, but like those things, I yeah, be aware. And I think that that when you do go through those things, you need to make sure that you're still taking time to learn about yourself because at the end of the day, you really are the most important thing. You can't give to somebody else if you're not ready to be. Um, so yeah, don't add distractions like that because yeah, it, it's just going, it's not going to put you back because you know we're all on our own paths so and you can't say that you're behind or anything like that. But um, yeah, just yeah, focus on self and try to try to hold on to to the self that you have and like try not to have to direct that attention towards other people. That's really good advice. Leave yourself behind. Yeah, exactly. Don't leave yourself behind. <laughs> Here's another, I, another quote that I I saw. It's actually a lyric, but it it. Do <laughs> you come with these quotes? <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's how I get my therapy, girl? These little quotes be sitting and hitting me, and I'm like. I'm able to, in my mind, just apply it to many points in my life. But mm-hmm. <laughs> the quote is, I'd rather be a fool than to leave myself behind. I'm like, oh, that's tea. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, because at some point in our life, we're all going to be the fool in a certain instance. But that's just, you know, a byproduct of being naive or new to whatever you're experiencing. So, but yeah, like Ken- Kendall just hit so many nails on the head. <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah. there's so much that goes into coming out of this, and it and it's kind of difficult trying to you know limit it all into like you know a controlled podcast. But like there's just there's a lot that goes into it. Um, it's a lot about being yourself and just yeah. being gracious with yourself. And all of this advice that we're giving you all, it's great. It's what's needed. But also you know just take time some days to just not. It's okay. It's okay some days to just not do anything. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. sit with yourself, be with yourself, and just relax and give yourself you have a break. To sit with yourself. If you're not sitting with yourself and like actually being, um, what's the word, introspective or? Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I feel like you're not. You're not gonna be. You're not really gonna hit that growth like you, like you should. Adding to Kendall's point about the distractions, she she hit kind of a deep point. Like another distraction to some that might not know 
distraction could be you avoiding yourself and getting in relationships just so you don't have to sit with yourself. Yeah, so or or drinking. Yeah, a lot, drinking, or drinking a lot, like, into your vices, like that. Do not give into your vices. Or if you mm -hmm. do give into your vices and you realize it, come out of it and move on and know that it's okay that you went through that. But yeah, don't be stuck in your vices, and whether that be like Kendall said, drinking, drugs. Smoking. Smoking. Anything that can numb does. yourself to yes, your exactly. emotions, because then you're not really addressing anything. This right here, this is a major vice to a lot of mugs. So, mm -hmm. you know, just just be present with yourself and listen to your body, like the girl said, because your body, your gut, will never steer you wrong. And if you're in an no. instance where you had second thoughts, another quote, girls, but my auntie told me this one: always go with your first mind. Oh, I slapped yes. my I'm sorry. Exactly. I slapped my eyes, Always, I like that one actually. I'm gonna write that down. I like that. Always go with your first mind. Is that what you always said? Always go with mm -hmm. your first mind. I like that. Because whenever you don't, there's always that's that, that gut feeling. That's that intuition. Yes. That's the ancestors, whatever the hell you want to call it. Like, yeah, that's whatever, 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 whatever driving forces in this universe or whatever. Whatever evolution body, like, is to tell you. Trust evolution. It's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. Oh, and a real quick, real quick, audience, real quick. Um, I don't want to get too controversial, but um, it is okay to question your religious background as well. I just want to throw that in there. That will be yeah. part of your no, quarter of life crisis. To those that are, you know, brought up conservative, I was brought up. Um, actually, all three of us, we yeah. were raised in the church. If if you're questioning your religious background in your mid twenties, like it is so okay. Like I like I said, we were all raised Baptist Christian. I don't know what they are now, but I'm. Not that, um, and um, hmm. um, it's okay to it's okay to be that way. It's okay to be that way. Um, yeah. So I don't I don't want to get too controversial on your little podcast. I, this is my first time being here. I don't want to get it's okay. You know, it's okay. Canceled before you know. So, but yeah, it's okay to feel that way. Everything that you're going through, it's okay. Just know that you need to come out of it. And I don't want to blanket term that, but if you're also going through some severe depression in your mid twenties, like I can attest to that, like just know that it will always get better. And yeah, just don't harm, please, please don't harm yourself. Yeah, and if so I, that tip is get some therapy and counseling. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If you I can't, was add, if you I was going to be vulnerable and lean on your community. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, sorry. If you can't. <laughs> Get the therapy that you need and you know that you trust in yourself that you have a better conscience than what your intrusive thoughts are giving you at the moment. Just trust yourself, like the girl said. And simply put, what I'm saying is if you don't have the means or if you don't believe in therapy, because some people don't, and it's okay to believe in it, by the way. But if you can give yourself your own therapy through your own thoughts and your friends and your like your life interactions, that's okay too. But yeah, that's yeah. Me. In my opinion, to me, that's that's my opinion. I, I just I I I'm, I'm a bit. Well, here's why I, I I we're gonna wrap this up. But here's why I disagree with that is because you uh the, you gotta watch the company you keep. So if you're yes, taking advice from your friends who are also problematic, or your parents who have also contributed to how you are now. You know, you you really have to find someone who's unbiased and someone who who's actually trained to to help you. Who knows how to ask the right questions? Because that is it's well. all about asking the right questions. Um, you know, but 
Yeah, that's another that's another conversation. <laughs> but um, well, thank you for joining us today, Andre. Thank I think this is a really great episode, and I really hope that um, yeah. you guys kind of got something out of it and you found it relatable and you know helpful. Also, if you're someone who's kind of in their mid twenties and is kind of going through a little identity crisis or big identity crisis. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Please, 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 if you guys found this episode helpful, go ahead and rate it on Spotify. You can leave a thumbs up um, if you loved it. And uh, there's no such thing as a thumbs down, so you can only leave a thumbs up. Um, and if you're on uh, Apple Podcasts, then go ahead and leave a review and also leave a comment for us, you guys. We would love to hear from you. We want to hear what your thoughts are. We want to, you know, hear any questions that you have for us. Um, so yeah, that's it. Help us out there so that we can, you know, get the word out about this podcast. And, um, most of all, you guys stay prosperous, purposeful, and stay passionate. See you on the next one.